Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. I would like to start off by saying to those of you who write letters to our ministry that are so encouraging and uplifting, thank you. I read them, I cherish them, and they are a blessing to me. Now with regard to today's program, I would call it His Judgments in the Earth. His Judgments in the Earth. And it's like a part two of a previously aired program I taught on this subject. And in that program, I proved beyond a shadow of a doubt from the Holy Scriptures that the Lord uses His creation to bring judgments into the earth. And one of the passages we looked at was 2 Chronicles chapter 7, 13 and 14. It's a familiar passage to many believers in Messiah Jesus. When I shut up heaven and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. And when he speaks of pestilence that he sends here, that would include pestilences, plagues, diseases like the coronavirus. And if that's hard for you to hear and, and believe, I would encourage you to go look at that previously aired program. And it's on our website and it was aired the first time April 18 this year, 2020. Having said that, there are many additional Bible verses we're going to look at today. And in them, we will see the Lord's purposes and our right response to His judgments that are in the earth. But first, let's have a word of prayer. O oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua, our great Lord Jesus' name, I pray you would bless every viewer today. And I pray that you would give us ears to hear, eyes to see, and give us understanding of the truth in love, the truth of your word with regard to these very sensitive and important and global matters from your word. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Yeshua's name. Amen. Isaiah 26, listen to this. With my soul I have desired you in the night. Yes, by my spirit within me I will seek you early. For when your judgments 
are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Let grace be shown to the wicked, yet he will not learn righteousness. In the land of uprightness, he will deal unjustly and will not behold the majesty of the Lord. You see, today we have a faith environment that teaches us that God reaches the wicked with his expressions of grace and love. Well, ultimately, he does. And yes, ultimately, that's true. But first, what does he do with the wicked who mock his grace and love? This is the part of the message that is so often left out, that is so necessary, especially these days. What does he do with a world of people like this evil generation who embraces the worst kinds of sin, who mocks and scoffs at the Lord? And the last thing they're interested in is the grace and the goodness of the Lord. Well, let the Bible and me today tell you what he does. He does things to get their attention. There's an old term referring to attention-getting moments in life. It's called a come-to-Jesus meeting. And its most pure and authentic uh, meaning is this. It refers to the time when the Lord has had enough of the foolishness and sin and brings people to a place of decision. The Lord brought me to that place, a real come to Jesus meeting. He was done fooling with me and I knew in no uncertain terms I had to come to him and forsake my sin. And that's where I learned and began to learn the fear of the Lord. This is when I learned righteousness according to Isaiah 26, also according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. For he, the Father, made him the Son, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. You see, the Lord used his judgments in my life to bring me to the righteousness of Messiah Yeshua. Yeshua, the name of Jesus in Hebrew, Yeshua, means Yahweh or Jehovah saves. And hallelujah, he saved me. And, and he did so, so I could escape this. Look at Revelation 21.8, the great white throne final judgment. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their, their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Folks, I'm so thankful for the way the Lord brought his judgments into my life and brought me to a come to Jesus meeting so that I would escape this final judgment at the great white throne, the great white throne judgment where all who don't have the righteousness of Messiah Yeshua will be tossed into the lake of fire. And, and some preachers these days, I've seen them on television say, God is not angry. Again, you better go with the scriptures, folks. Look at Psalm chapter 7. God is a just judge, and God is angry with the wicked every day. In Psalm 105, He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth, and still, in His mercy, in His grace, in His love, 
Abba Father will bring many wicked people to real saving repentance and faith in Messiah Jesus through this global disaster, the coronavirus. That's one of the primary things he's doing with the coronavirus today, folks. He has scheduled a global come to Jesus meeting. Tragically, look at where this is going quickly for those who refuse to come to the meeting. According to the words of Messiah Jesus in Matthew 24, 34 and Mark 13:30 and Luke 21:32, our generation will see what is called the seven year tribulation period, the time of earth's greatest trouble. And for those who reject these warning judgments upon us today, and then even as the wrath of the Lord will be falling, killing billions of people during that time in the tribulation, look at the response of so many wicked in this generation. Revelation 16, then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun and power was given to him to scorch men with fire and men were scorched with great heat and they blasphemed the name of God who has power over these what? Plagues. And they did not repent and give him glory. How could people be so crazy and hard hearted against the Lord? So many in this generation will have rejected our Father's mercy and love and then scoffed at his judgments and loved their unrighteousness so much that he will give them over to their unrighteousness. Listen to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 as the Lord is speaking about the coming Antichrist. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But remember, many will come out of their sin and truly accept this invitation to the come to Jesus meeting. And when I come back in just a moment, I'll share what the Lord is saying to his people and how we should rightly respond to this coronavirus. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. I just want to take a moment and say thank you to all those who are prayerfully and financially partnering with us here at Watch Therefore. The Watch Therefore television program is in 200 countries, 200 million homes getting out the gospel and the Watch Therefore message. Remember, Watch Therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have 
through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. In 2011, I wrote a book called America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Now, nine years later, as the coronavirus blankets all 50 states of America, listen to these important words from the back cover of my book. Is this the same America that you remember? What is the cause of all the trouble and where is the USA headed? In the Bible, the Lord gives the prescription for his people that will heal their land. But what happens when they refuse the cure? Immediately after the horrifying events of 9-11, there was a Bible verse often quoted, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. But statistics and the condition of our very sick country demonstrate that his people have not listened. There's another Bible passage that tells us what the Lord does when his people refuse to listen and persist in their own way. This powerful passage also warns of things we are seeing in the news and feeling in our hearts, indicating that America will be an increasingly dangerous place in the coming days. Thankfully, our merciful Messiah provided a place of refuge found in the scriptures from the Old Testament book of Ezekiel that will be the only safe harbor for Americans today. During these perilous times that are engulfing our land, you will find the only place of safety revealed on the pages of America's Ark. Gold, guns, and a house in the hills stocked with food is not the answer. Only the safety promised in the Word of God will protect us. Thankfully, beyond protection, there is even a victorious way forward in America's Ark. We would like as many people as possible to get this book. It'll be such a blessing and a help for you in this critical hour. So with a donation of any amount to our ministry, we'll send you a copy of America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Just make sure that you mention America's Ark in the memo section of your check or in the notes section for online giving. We would like as many people as possible to experience the mercy of the Lord in this time of his judgments. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. We saw in Isaiah 26 the purposes of the Lord for the coronavirus and other judgments he's using. In a moment, we'll see verses that instruct his people how to respond to his judgments. But let's read Isaiah 26 again. With my soul I have desired you in the night, yes, by my spirit within me I will seek you early. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Let grace be shown to the wicked, yet he will not learn righteousness. In the land of uprightness he will deal unjustly and will not behold the majesty of the Lord. And again, we have a faith environment today that says the way that God reaches the wicked is with expressions of kindness and love. Well, ultimately he does, and ultimately that's true. But as I asked earlier, what does he first do with the wicked who mock his kindness, grace, and love? What does he do in a world of people like this evil generation who embraces and celebrates the worst kinds of sin, who mocks and scoffs at him. And the last thing they're interested in is the grace of the Lord. Well, he does things to get their attention. 
a come to Jesus meeting. So what are many preachers and other disciples of our Lord Jesus saying about the coronavirus and other judgments of the Lord? Oh, God has nothing to do with the coronavirus or these other things that are terrible and, and, and um, shaking the earth. God would never do something like this. They literally are interrupting what the Lord is doing as they try to protect the Lord's image with a very feeble and erroneous attempt, I might add, as he is trying to get the attention of a wicked generation and trying to shake them out of their sin. Much of the church is interrupted what he is doing. Many profess his name and are even leaders. They don't know or they're afraid to say what the Lord is truly doing. For decades, Israel, America, and the nations of the world are becoming like Sodom and Gomorrah, bringing hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes, terrorism, and many other judgments of the Lord into the earth. And many preachers have been in the way of the Lord's work to bring hard-hearted people to humility and brokenness so they can receive His love and His mercy and His forgiveness through His grace. Many professing disciples of Messiah Jesus misrepresent Him about His judgments. And for, for many, it's simply inherited wrong teachings, doctrines of men. Yet could it be for many in the body of Christ that they too have not responded rightly to His judgments and will resist until they're brought low and dragged by the collar to the come to Jesus meeting. Remember, scriptural warnings are given to the body of Messiah. 1 Peter 4.17 For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? 1 Corinthians 11 For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. James 4 Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world, makes himself an enemy of God. Hebrews 12, And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as sons. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? But if you are without chastening, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. I love the old saying that the grace of the Lord always meets us where we are, but it never leaves us there. The Lord loves us too much to let us live like the lost and dying world. So there's this passage that's often read in times of great testing and trouble. We looked at it at the beginning of the program. Yet has it become so common that we can't really hear it? And before I read it again, let's ask the Lord for eyes to see and ears that can hear. Let's have a word of prayer together. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, these things are so serious and so sensitive. 
and so important. Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, I just want to stop and pray with all of our viewers and say, Lord, please open our eyes and, and, and open our ears and give us hearts that are sensitive to your Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Spirit, even now, Lord Jesus, please. Amen. So together, let's look again at 2 Chronicles 7, 13 and 14. When I shut up heaven and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Folks, I've got to tell you what I'm hearing a lot from professing and truly believing disciples of Messiah Jesus. Here's what they're saying. Well, when things get back to normal, sadly, so many are missing the point. So many Jesus people are missing the point. If there's anything the Lord wants to say to us right now, I believe it's you're missing the point. If the Lord wanted things back to normal the way they were before he sent the coronavirus, he wouldn't have sent the coronavirus. No, he wants his people to do these Second Chronicles 7, 14 things, folks. For a moment, stop thinking about the Chinese or your least favorite congressman or congresswoman or things getting back to normal. And think about 2 Chronicles 7, 13, and 14. I'm going to read it one more time. When I shut up heaven and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send my pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Maybe this message isn't for somebody else. Maybe you're thinking, oh, if so-and-so would watch this or so-and-so would watch Maybe this message is for you. I know it's for me. And, and, and some might say, well, then his judgments are so harsh. No, his judgments aren't harsh. It's that sin is that deadly and he wants to save us from it. Instead of trying to get back to normal, Jesus' people should be trying to get back to the Lord of our salvation. There's enough social distancing not enough humility before the Lord. Uh, there's enough talking and figuring and planning, but not enough prayer. 1 Peter 4, 7 says, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. Folks, there's enough hand washing and sanitizer, not enough seeking the face of our Lord Jesus. Enough finding things to do, sheltering in place, not enough seeking the shelter of the Lord through confession of sin and repentance and turning from our wicked ways. Frankly, folks, so many who profess the name of our Lord Jesus in this generation are so worldly, especially in the Western church, they won't do Second Chronicles chapter 7 until things get really bad. And guess what? They're going to. In my book, America's Ark, I write about it. It's based on what the Lord does when His people refuse to do 2 Chronicles chapter 7. Yet, even in that, there's grace and mercy and protection for those who truly love our Savior, Yeshua. So what can we do? What can you do? What can I do? Well, have you really done 2 Chronicles 7, 14 during this pestilence of judgment from the Lord? Would you consider today getting in front of 2 Chronicles 7, 13, and 14 in your Bible 
and on your knees, humbling yourself before the Lord and getting right with him about these things? Would you consider doing so today? I, I woke up with this message so heavy on my heart. And the Lord loves us, yet he wants to change our thinking and even some of our habits and our ways. Get right with him today. The Spirit of the Lord is talking to you even now, I'm sure. And he's showing you. He's beginning to show you what you need to do. Would you come even now to a come to Jesus meeting? Let's pray. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, I believe your word has spoken very, very clearly. And, and I, I've been before you about this message, and I believe you've given me a mandate to share this message as your servant, Lord. So please bless your people with it and grant real repentance and real deliverance and a real raising up forgiveness and healing and a raising up, establish your people in you through your word. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Yeshua, our great Lord Jesus' name. Amen. Maybe you're watching today and you've been convicted of your sin. The Spirit of the Lord is showing you you've never really ever been forgiven for your sins. Maybe he's bringing you to your first real come to Jesus meeting. What do you need to do? You need to believe that our Savior Jesus came to this earth, lived a sinless life for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Yeshua, Jesus, the only begotten son of God, lived a sinless life on this earth. He took our beating and the nails went through his hands and feet. So his innocent shed blood poured down that cross to pay for every time we've lied, stolen, cursed God's name, and much more. He died, he was buried, and on the third day, oh, hallelujah, he rose from the grave. Yes, and he has sent his spirit to convict us of our sin, of righteousness and the judgment to come. And he does so to show us our deep need for a savior. He wants to save you today. He wants to forgive you today. Cry out to him, oh Jesus Lord, I, I, I know that I've sinned against you. And today I want to repent. We have to do that folks. We have to turn away from our sins and come to Jesus. And today I want to repent. I, I want to begin to turn away from my sins. And I want to put my faith in you, Lord Jesus. Save me, forgive me, and give me a new life that honors God, our Father in heaven. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. If you're crying out to him that way, there's information there on the screen. Contact us. We'd like to send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. And for everyone who's watching today, what should we do? Watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us in the clouds any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
we are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day, his sword will go forth to take back and restore.